Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef? It's a podcast about Top Chef, and that's a broadcast. Now that is true. He doesn't know everyone's last name. I'm pretty sure he. he Probably only knows my last name because I know Jeff very personally. Oh, well, Brian, he, knows, he might know your name. I think he, he knows, knows your last name. He knows your last name. It's Reeves who doesn't know. No, yeah, Reeves know doesn't know you. <laughs> I don't know a reason for him to know you. No. <laughs> well, he's kind of taken my seat because I was the one that did the uh, the intro before. <laughs> so. Yeah, and if only I had that audio. <laughs> yeah. I could play that right now for yeah, our special guest. Com- He'd love comparison. to hear that. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Pod Chef. The official, the only official Top Chef podcast, as far as the lawyers are concerned. Uh, it's your boy Jamal, your host, with me as always, my co-host. What's up, Reeves? Say what's up to the listeners. Hey, how's it going, listeners? Happy to be here. Rate us five stars, please, please, please do that. We really need it. <laughs> All right, and and co-host to the co-host, Brian. What's up? Hey, what's up? We we got two new uh, ratings, but people aren't writing it. They're just like doing the stars and not the actual rating. Look, that's how I review things too, so I get it. But like, if you could just like write something, even if you want to pretend like it's not you that's liking it, I, I love yeah. when you um a lot of times when you buy like men's clothes off of places like Amazon or Macy's or something like that. The reviews are always like, "Bought it for my husband. He loved it." If you want to like put some distance between you and this podcast, feel free to say your husband loves the podcast or that your wife loves the podcast. And then we won't you won't get judged. You know, when I'm buying clothes off Amazon, I look at the reviews. I look for that like one star review that says that crotch wore out immediately. One star. Yeah. That's immediately what I, I hated these to. pants. Whatever the I worst one pants. is. And it's something like I couldn't figure out how to open my mailbox. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't get the package open. <laughs> yeah. Has no, has nothing to do with the product. It's just like, I, I wore these for a week and I didn't change them and the crotch tore, tore apart. It's one like, star. It's like the postal worker was mean. <laughs> one star. Yeah. <laughs> what does it have to do with the product? Also, use it as it's intended. Also, yeah. who interacts with their postal workers? Have them leave stuff at your door and go away. <laughs> also, why couldn't I think of something other than the crotch rotting? Also, I would like those reviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did find those helpful. If the crotch like, oh, immediately okay, rots, tell me. And this is a thing people need to understand happens with pants. Okay, we have another special guest uh, with us, continuing the streak. Uh, you may know him from the other podcast he's on, on the Flagrant Ones Patreon. Carl calls his cousin. He is the cousin. He's also got a new single out called My Fault, featuring Teddy Obat. On anywhere you stream music, he's also got more slabs coming all year long. Please welcome to the podcast episode, Asan Williams, aka Asan the DJ. What's up? Hello, what is up? Happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so I'm so so glad this one's going to be clean. You could have taken so, the time to ask how to pronounce Teddy Obot's name too in that time, yeah. but you didn't. <laughs> I kind of did. Like I mess up his time. name. Uh, I I think it's I think it's Obot like robot, but without the R. Okay, well, okay. we'll have Teddy on. <laughs> we'll have Teddy on. <laughs> we'll have Teddy on, and we'll figure and it out. <laughs> we'll, I'll apologize to him personally as well. Um, thank you for coming on, Asan. Oh, yeah. Happy to be here. First question, what did you think of the intro? 
I thought it was good. Uh, that 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 particular chord progression was interesting because I kept waiting for there to be like, <laughs> like it felt like a lot of tension in those chords, and I felt like I was waiting for like the the next like section to hit, but it kind of just stayed there, and mm-hmm. the tension kept building. So I'm kind of like on the edge of my seat now at this point. Oh, good. <laughs> the tension right. was yeah was was uh, palpable. Can I? Can I? So let's okay let's get into the mind of a dj real quick i know this is okay. a food top chef podcast but i want to get to the mind of a dj well i mean djs are just music chefs mm. and that's what it. i've been saying yeah. for at least at least since we booked you on this yeah. episode He's i've been, been saying, saying that. all the time <laughs> that yeah. so for we at have least someone who's <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've been saying he is a music chef he's mm. cooking yeah when he does a playlist, he's he's improvising and cooking. He's like, okay, we don't have pancetta. I can put something else in here. He's cooking it up for the audience. Uh, we, al- we also DJs. We uh, we call each other DJ and uh, like the the way they call each other like chef, chef on the show. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very cool. Okay, thank now, you, DJ. Now I, I have a question: What Ooh, happens DJ. if someone says, "Hey, head DJ"? Hey, head DJ. Yeah. Well, you have to you have to know your environment because I mean that person may or may not be the head DJ of whatever environment they're in, and you mm-hmm. there's a very um, forcefully uh, enforced like hierarchies among DJs for sure. Oh my goodness, this is just like the kitchen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. D Nice is the is like the the national head of DJs right now. Okay. I was gonna wonder if it was Dead Mouse. No, it was. Uh, it actually was. Uh, it was Daft Punk, but they recently retired. So it is the 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 crown was open and D Nice went for it. Wow. Nice. Now are so, there any iron DJs? <laughs> iron DJs? Um, I think the closest we had was MF Doom because he wore mm-hmm. an iron mask of sorts. Mm-hmm. Like a wow. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I wanna uh also get, a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> before we get too far, um from uh when you were talking about when you were describing the beat as like building up tension um and putting yeah. you on the edge of the seat. I think when mm-hmm. Jeff sent us a couple of tracks to choose from, the name of that track was called Uncut Gems, which is mm-hmm. a movie that is all about building tension. Yes. Very good. Is yeah. that do you think that's it, it, so I, I want to get in the mind of a DJ. Is that is that why? Uh I that sounds good to me. I mean okay. the, that movie is a is a is a tension uh cornucopia. So mm-hmm. I mean it only makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not an anxious person, but when I was watching that movie, I was like, Oh, this is what it's like to have anxiety all the time, huh? Because this has just mm-hmm. been an hour and a half of me feeling anxious for this person and what they're going through. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know because I'm on Lexapro now. Mm. Okay, do we want to keep that in or <laughs> not, not is that a brag? Yeah, yeah, was that yeah? Was that yeah? yeah. Do we want to brag <laughs> to the a, listeners are you right flexing? now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did a rewrite, right, of Uncut Gems where he took that, right? <laughs> yeah, where he's just fun, where everyone's cool, yeah. everyone's just relaxed. Kevin Garnett comes, <laughs> he just gets over he... his gambling addiction. <laughs> yeah, he's just yeah. fine. Uh, he takes no. some mushrooms. He has a divine experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kevin Garnett's there, and he, you know, actually, no, wait, sub out. It's Paul Pierce, and they're just playing poker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paul Pierce is in it. Yeah. And it's a different movie. It's the first it's draft. Great. We're just having fun. Mm-hmm. That's why Paul Pierce lost his job, because he was doing spoiler alerts for that cut of the movie on his Instagram live. 
Yeah, there are a lot of strippers in my version. <laughs> yeah, there are. Gems. So that's why all the strippers were there. He had called a meeting. Uh, he yeah. just wanted to run some some script ideas. Back <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. people was, he trusts. It was a production meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't understand why he loses his job over that. Everyone's got to get a second opinion on stuff. All right, let's do a segment we like to do called Chefs I Prepared for You, where we <laughs> go around. Whoa. <laughs> it's got a name it's now. It's got a name now. It's, it's, this has never had a name. It's just something where we just did the thing. But I'm glad that it has a name. I think it's sexually. <clears throat> no, it's a, it's, a, it's a segment we do every episode, and it has, has always had a name. It's called Chef, Chefs I Prepared for You, where we go around and we say uh, what we had for dinner last night as if we're presenting it to Tom and Padma. So I'll go first. Chefs, I prepared for too. you. What'd you say? Gail's there too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sometimes. Chefs, I prepared for you. Chipotle marinated pan seared chicken breast, roasted garlic asparagus, and diced sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good. How did you marinate? So it was a dry rub then with Chipotle. Not right? dry. Uh, uh, Chipotle uh, hot sauce. So it's got salt, pepper, and Chipotle hot sauce, and it's been vacuum packed with that marination for two days. In the fridge. Now you said you had sweet potato as well. Yes, I did. A diced sweet potatoes that were sautéed. I think you said you had sweet potatoes on the episode I listened to uh, this morning. Uh, do you have sweet potato a lot? And here's the thing. He, yeah. I eat yes. sweet potatoes every single day. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's a He's it's a, a sweet thing. Potato head. I'm a He's I'm a sweet I'm a sweet boy. <laughs> now the the red boy. the red sweet potatoes are like the yellowy ones. Uh, so if, uh, are you asking if if you're, are you asking if they're the like a true yam, or are you asking if they're like uh, garnet sweet potatoes, which have the red skin? I'm thinking of the ones that look, they're like more yellowish in color, but they're still no. A sweet these potato. are bright orange. These are bright orange. Bright orange. Okay. Yeah, these are bright orange, especially when they get a little steam on them. They oh, okay. that color pops. Right <laughs> it keeps the doctor away. It's true. Yeah, sweet potato a day keeps the doctor away. All right, Reeves. So, okay, yeah, I was, last time you told us when to go, I'm very confused <laughs> to how this segment works now. It has a name to it before you told us, but I guess I'll, I had, chefs I prepared for you, I had a steak last night, a nice. sirloin, it was pan seared, got the pan nice and hot, like four minutes each side, super easy, and then uh, some mm. wilted uh, kale, a little bit of vinegar on it. Kept it simple. Okay. Okay. Brian? All right. Chef, last night I prepared for you burritos from Dos Toros in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, (laughs) with (laughs) chips and guacamole from Dos Toros in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. (laughs) And, um, you know, it was chicken, chicken uh, pollo asada. Uh, I'll I'll go through through the... um, Go through the layers. What's inside of it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that had rice in it, of course. Black beans, not pinto. Lettuce, sour cream, cheese. Uh, uh, Dos Toros does a thing, and this is why I like Dos Toros. Not a, that no other place does this that I know. Is an option in your burrito is broken up tortilla chips inside of it, so it gives you a nice crunch inside of it, and that's how you win me. If you want me to go to your place, like <laughs> chips inside of something, and I'm going to come to your establishment and I will order that. Do they stay country? Uh, country. Do they stay crunchy <laughs> the, um, throughout the experience? No, and also no. answer if they stay country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd also like country, to know if they stay country. Okay. Which yeah. 
it sounds like a Bubba Sparks album, but he like <laughs> um, stay country. Call it Power Bubba um, Sparks. <laughs> Uh, they they don't, but um, it's still even when they get soft, it's still more food inside of there. So I like it still. It's just because I like true. food. So just... <laughs> um, when Brian was staying at my place once when he came to visit because he lives in New York and I'm in DC, uh, I said let's order a pizza, and Brian said, "Can they put chips in the middle of the pizza?" And I said, "Brian, I don't know what you're talking about. I just, if I call and ask them to do that." Because it's not going to be on the website. That's not going to be a thing you can click. It says order. chips no, no, no. on the side in the middle of the pizza. And he was like, well, call them and figure it out. Don't be stingy. And he was staying with me. And he was like making these demands. I think my I think what where I messed up is asking them to put it on the middle of the pizza and not in the crust. If yeah. I asked them to put it in the crust, they probably would have done that. They probably would have known what you were talking about. Because I was like, how does that work in the middle of the pizza? It's going to be swimming in sauce. Yeah, I wasn't thinking straight. I mean, you either way, it... it's more food, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So can you just bring me a bag of Lay's and I'll pour them on the pizza myself? I don't okay. Care. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask is what kind of chips are we talking here? Like Doritos? That's what we had to do. I had to order cool Lay's. Ranch. <laughs> just plain original Lay's. Those are I very s- soggy chips already. No, I said that. Yeah, I I said that, but immediately was like, that's not the chip. That's, that's the grossest. <laughs> Plain Lay's shouldn't exist at all. Even the flavored Lay's are tough. Like, unless you get, like, the ripples, yeah. they're just, like, it's not a good consistency. They're too thin. They're kind of gross. And you stay away from Pringles because you have an addiction. Like, once you start one, mm. you can't really stop, huh? Yeah. I mean... I don't stay away from that. I mean, all my friends eat Pringles, but they know not to offer me Pringles. Like, um, if if I'm around them eating Pringles, they'll be like, oh, shit. Uh, I'm like, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. Like, I, I know people are going to eat Pringles. It's fine. Like, you can't avoid. People are yeah. going to eat Pringles. We're all adults. Yeah. We're going to eat Pringles. You know? Yeah, I people just, are going to do that. I just, I can't do it myself. And that's fine. I'll just go outside and um, uh, punch the wall. <laughs> that's what I learned in, 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 uh, Pringles Anonymous, PA. Pennsylvania is where the classes were. Actually, do that's weird. Mm-hmm. Just didn't realize that. <laughs> All right, Asan, what'd you have? Uh, chefs, chefs. Last night I prepared for you uh, some Korean barbecue, uh, some uh, kalbi short ribs, some spicy pork and tofu, and some chicken katsu, just to keep it uh, spicy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and um yeah that's what i uh pre- have prepared for you last night wow that's so much better that than what i good. had yeah so much better than what brian had for sure I, mine was good yeah but it wasn't that no it wasn't that asan do you like spicy food i do like spicy food yes um, okay i like spicy i food i think there is an upper limit of spice that makes food not fun to eat though for sure yes Yep. Yeah. If it starts making me sweating uncomfortably or like my nose running, I'm like, well, now this is not this is not dinner anymore. This is just <laughs> this is yeah. how COVID started. There is so. a um, <laughs> there's a burger <laughs> walk up window in downtown L.A. Uh, I believe it's called Meatzilla. And um, they their specialty item is a burger where both of the both of the buns are pizzas. Like pepperoni wow. pizza. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> uh, but so I've been there a couple times because how can you not, right? Yeah, how can you not try and, it? Uh, 
and they one time one they had like a promotion going for a burger that they called the Ghost Face Killer because it had like ghost chilies on it or something like that, ghost peppers mm-hmm. or something on it. Mm-hmm. And it was the spiciest thing I've ever had. Like I couldn't, I couldn't eat. It. I took one bite and I, w- I was crying. I couldn't taste anything else but the the hot sauce on it. And it was just it was very bad. I don't like like most people. I don't like things that are super spicy. But um, do you guys think there's anything you can order at a chain restaurant? Like there are there are exceptions, like this Meatzilla place and other places. Is there anything at a fast food chain restaurant that you think would be too spicy because like you 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 see people go into restaurants and like for example this this happened to me i was in a tropical smoothie cafe if you're familiar it's a smoothie place that has like sandwiches and the person's uh, like can you can I... explain more about it I yeah can you i don't get it it's a, it's smoothie, a smoothie cafe but it has sandwiches yeah they have, they have a couple sandwiches a couple this sandwiches. sounds like a like cafeteria or a deli things like things like a santa fe wrap you know like those sorts of sandwiches mm-hmm. and someone ordered and he was like can I have this? And is that spicy? Is that the answer? Is no. Nothing you can get from a <laughs> yeah, chain is going no. to yeah. be spicy enough that for the someone to be like yes, right? In fact, if they're going to do that, they have to do an ad campaign for like this is our new spicy chicken sandwich to let but everyone know this is spicy. Be spicy. Yeah, even that it's not going to be spicy as mm-hmm. if it were if you got it from like an authentic place. But it, yes. they still have to say it. They yes. can't just say they can't like surprise you with it. The general public. I find it interesting that he didn't. He wasn't curious if the 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 smoothies were spicy at all. Yeah. He no. He, he, he just what assumed about those the smoothies. Were, he yeah. rolled the dice. Yeah. He rolled the dice. He rolled the dice yeah. on that. He's just yeah. assumed there's no cayenne pepper in here. Yeah, fifty percent no chili peppers. Yeah, it's just a red smoothie. Seeds. Yeah, all the smoothies are red and grainy. Like, yeah, no, there's no way there's spice in here. It's no. There's no way. It's got to be in the sandwich, in a smoothie shop. Well, um, okay, that's, uh, you know, if you, you like uh, spicy food, uh, uh, then you should get spicy food. If you don't, you'll be thrown for a loop, and that's a great segue into the title of this week's episode. Um, we'll talk more about that after this break. Pacha. Hey, everyone, we're back, and let's talk about episode four, Thrown for a Loop, season 18. We're in Portland. Um, first question for Asan: have you ever watched Top Chef before? All right, so I thought I had. I was very sure. <laughs> I was very sure I had seen Top Chef, uh, but as soon as I started watching it, it became very clear to me I'd never seen the show ever. Because <laughs> at first I thought, like my mind, I think that I was at first I was thinking of Chopped, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I've seen Top Chef, and I, and I had like Chopped in my head, and then I realized, oh, okay, none of those people are here, so this must be a different show. And then I guess I had thought maybe it was Iron Chef. Uh, but then it clearly is not that. Uh, and so, yeah, I realized I had never seen this before. And because of that, this is for a reality show, like a reality cooking competition show. It is not very new viewer friendly. Mm. Like it's it's like a Christopher Nolan movie where it doesn't really hold your hand like yeah. through any of it. You it expects just you like, to do the work. Yeah, yeah, it expects you to do the work and yeah. know all the characters and stuff. So I was really thrown in the deep end on this episode, and I didn't, I didn't, I, I have very fundamental questions about how the universe of the show works. Wonderful. Who the people are. Yeah. So we can get into all that. Yes. Wonderful. But I was very confused for for like the first 10 minutes well, yes we will we'll field all those questions and yeah. what we're finding is anyone who's never seen the show it does feel super unfriendly to just watch yeah. a standalone episode 
and try like it to only understand gives people the a lower third with their name like sometimes <laughs> yep. and i'm just yeah. like i don't yeah. i don't know who any of these people are but anyway we can get into that but no i i suffice to say i'd never seen top chef before okay all right uh so this episode uh, starts out with them doing a quick fire challenge, and this is one of Brian's favorite kinds of quick fire challenges, isn't it? Because it's an ad. Because it, it's it's a commercial, <laughs> which I pointed out to my wife yesterday. I was like, "Oh, cool, another commercial." Which she responded by saying, "They're all commercials," and I think they're not. They're not. <laughs> well, that's a good point. They're not always commercials, but this season it has been only commercials in the quick fire, which. Kind yeah. of makes it a little boring and predictable because normally they have like different kinds of like it's like ingredient specific, but it's not like an ad. It's like 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 I don't know. You can only use certain kinds of fruit or something like that. But this one, it's all ads. They're selling all the time. They've got to make enough funds to pay for all of these past winners to be judges. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that's true. All right. So, can, all right. I, th- I think that's a good segue. Can I ask a question before we actually get to the quick fire challenge about like yep. the, sort of the beginning part of the episode? Yep. Let's so, do it. Do they, while they're on this competition show, do they live together? Yes. Yes. They're in a they bubble right now. Together. It, it used to be a bigger deal in the earlier seasons where it was kind of uh-huh. had like a bit of like a real world vibe to it where they would like, right. I don't know, bully each other and, and have problems and now this yeah. season's very nice and we don't talk about when they go home yeah yeah oh okay gotcha because I, I didn't know that the real world kind of we all live together vibe was part of it so that was <laughs> that threw me off at first i'm like why are we in an apartment it was very weird um so yeah that that uh, now that we got that established we can go on into the the quick fire challenge i also think this is the first episode that actually like did is this the first one that opened with them actually at the apartment they're staying at with the where they're living because the other ones were like starting at like them walking out of the uh judges well, I think table. they're at a hotel right and they all have their own yeah the hotel rooms and yeah. stuff like that yeah i think this might be one of the first times that we got like a little bit of like a okay. setup of them like hanging out beforehand usually it is like for this season at least which is like okay. different from all the other ones usually jumps right into the quick fire but yeah we got a little bit ahead of time we got to see gabe talk to his his kids about how that they're fans of top chef um maybe they're fans of our podcast who knows um, they probably are they, they probably are that's our demographic for you yeah children <laughs> <laughs> yep. so reeves do you want to uh segue us into your first clip yeah so um they walk into the uh the kitchen and they're ready to do the quick fire and pam is just setting up letting them know what they got to do for this quick fire Good morning. 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 If there's one thing this year has taught us, it's that we should all keep our pantries very well stocked. Yes. And that's like cooking 101, Padma. Right. We all know that. Okay. Okay. I have a question for you guys. (laughs) Yes. All right. (laughs) It's it's kind of a twofold question, and I feel like I, I need to ask you because you guys watch the show all the time. One, who is the host of the show? Okay, and this is a good question because people think it's a combination of a three-headed dragon, but they think it's – is it Tom? Is it Padma? Is it Gail? Officially, isn't it Tom Colicchio's show? No, wrong, wrong. And I'm wrong. Okay, so I don't even know. So this is a great question. Let's get this out here. Padma Padma Lakshmi is the host. Okay. Padma Lakshmi. 
Tom. Okay. So is then, the what head is Tom? Judge. He's the head judge. Head judge. Wow, and yes. I'm confused on that. Yes. Yes. And so Asan doesn't even okay. see any of these people because Asan sees Padma and Dale, and Dale is yes. a former contestant. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Who has now oh. come back to help judge yeah. in this season? Yes. A okay. lot of the people. Yeah, because Asan sees Dale, um, <laughs> Carrie again, uh, Melissa, and this everybody. And then this is. I table. feel like. Every time they cut to a wide shot of all the chefs and then cut back to the like the judges area, there's different people there. And like yep. so it became very confusing throughout the episode for me. <laughs> and then not to jump too far ahead, but when we get to the the orchard mm-hmm. scene and there's all there's like literally like a comedically large table with like 20 mm-hmm. people sitting around it and they're yeah. all somehow important to the show and i'm like who are these people but, yep. but yeah i, I was they're very all past lost. Contestants. But okay so padma lakshmi is the host tom is the head chef or head judge yes head judge yeah. and dale is and a former contestant yes yes yeah and then okay Everyone else at that table were former contestants who are helping judge this season. They're all quarantined together, except for Gail oh. Simmons, who is a another judge. Gail and Tom are the judges. Padma's the host. Gotcha. She also judges. It's a little confusing. And now this has been cleared up for me as well. And it's starting to feel like, Hassan, <laughs> yeah. it's starting to feel like maybe black people are just confused about this show and how this show is broken out. Maybe. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know if this show is is put together the best for people who have, like, never seen it before. Yeah. Like, I feel like, there's, I feel like there also just might be too many people on the show. Well, that's, that's for true. sure. That's for sure. There's way now. Tom does true. host Last Chance Kitchen, and he's also the judge yes. of Last Chance Kitchen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's even more confusing because that's Tom's second show, yeah, where he actually lets his hair down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where Tom has all his, of his, his fun. Metaphorical on Last hair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so, his proverbial Reeves, did you hair. pick this clip yes. because <laughs> you feel like? Padma said that the one thing that uh, this pandemic has taught us is to keep your pantry uh, stocked and nothing else about this yeah, pandemic. Is yeah. that why you picked this clip? That's exactly what I was thinking. And I'm glad that she came out and said it because that's the only thing I've learned about COVID <laughs> is to keep your pantry <laughs> as packed as possible and then nothing else. You don't have to do anything else. Just learn yeah. that one thing. <laughs> so I'm glad she got that out there. For I'm everyone. glad she was brave enough to touch on that. Yeah, because yes. it is a dicey <laughs> subject to talk about. Yeah. Now, is she now? Let me ask you, you guys, because you watch this every week. <laughs> is she good at what yes. she does? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. She is good. Okay. She's okay. She's, she's a fixture way more on, the, on the series. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because because I was getting like very like it almost seemed like at least for the first scene. Like this first challenge, it seemed like she kind of didn't want to be there, and maybe she was just having a rough day. I don't yeah. know. But you're I don't gonna know. get I that. I just was wondering if, if she's normally a little bit more lively. Okay, okay. This All this right. season's weird. I think everyone's a little on edge. It is during the, they shot it dur- during quarantine. She's usually uh-huh. very friendly. It also helps that we watched the first season, which had a different host whose name was Katie oh. Lee Joel, who was mm-hmm. married to Billy Joel at the time, and she was terrible. Yeah. So, like, to go from her to Padma, you're like, oh, Padma's the best host in the entire world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And so that's for the um, Bravo listeners, the Top Chef list, uh, lawyers who are listening. Um, that was Asan <laughs> who said that about Padma and not any of the hosts that Tom uh, told to make the pod sh- podcast about. I just want that on the record. We love Padma. We're also, one quick note, my wife is very upset that we didn't mention Padma's bangs last week. So let's get it out there. <laughs> yes, last week Padma had bangs. We missed it. All right, guys. There, there. If if there is a blind spot in Pod Chef, it is that we don't talk about women's hair enough, and I will do my best to change that from now on. Mm-hmm. And I t- I said, aren't I not supposed to talk about that kind of stuff? And my wife said, no, it's her hair. She made that choice. You can talk about it. So I will now comment <laughs> on Padma's hair all the time. All right. That's and the then pass. we got Car Blanche to do that. That's yeah. good. Now we can do <laughs> it. Just so, we're cl- just so we're clear, if someone makes a choice, we're, we're perfectly in the clear to criticize. We're allowed it. to criticize <laughs> it and talk about it. They made that choice. They knew what they were doing. Got it. I think got so. it. Great. Okay. Yeah. So it's very different from the world I know. Um, all right. So uh, they're they're uh, tasked with, in this quick fire, the chefs were given 30 minutes to create a dish Evoking a food memory using Campbell's soup products, and the winner would receive immunity and also ten thousand dollars, but not ten thousand after taxes. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> Uncle so Sam, they all start. Uncle Sam, Uncle Sam needs his bit. Bless his heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uncle Sam's always in everyone's bag. Literally. Jamal, um, is this podcast just like a secret opportunity for you to to spout your libertarian tax views? Um. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> And and now I'm found out. Um, <laughs> I didn't know I was so transparent. Okay, <laughs> you learn something every day. You the more people you talk to and meet, you learn how other people perceive you. And now I'm transparent, and I'm figuring that out. All right. This this quick fire, though it was a commercial quick fire, which I love. This quick fire kind of sucked. I think that yeah, <laughs> having sucked. Dale and Padma try to make me believe that they like Campbell's condensed soup, <laughs> di- I wasn't buying it at all. It didn't work for me. Um, the fact that none of them made soups is a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian, you're always pushing for them to just do the ingredient, just just heat up the soup you already yeah. got the soup there. Just Look, some- i'll tell you how to make campbell's tomato soup you add water to it and put it on the stove it's right there in front of you yeah. yeah brian makes tomato soup he smashes up a bunch of tomatoes throws them into like a gallon of water and says let it boil it'll take all day and then no, I guess because I guess because she told them not to do it, but nobody made green bean casserole, which is the one thing I know how to make with any of those ingredients. It's green bean casserole. Okay, well that that could have been your jam right there. No, because she said don't do casseroles. <laughs> so oh, so she knew she knew that would have been a shortcut. Yes. That would have been a shortcut. <laughs> Jamal, did you grow up eating uh, uh, like cream of mushroom baked chicken? No, I did not. Maybe it's not as universal throughout the uh, the uh, African American community as I thought. And I was gonna say, like, I, as soon as they announced that it was like the Campbell's soup challenge, I was like, and I saw the cream of mushroom. I'm like, somebody's got to make like one of these black people on the show has to make baked chicken with cream of mushroom on it. Because <laughs> like I feel like I ate that once a week growing up. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever had that. Really? I've seen oh, okay. it. I've seen it. I've seen yeah. it. I, I'm saying at home, but I've seen it at my friend's house. I've seen okay. that at my friend's house, but I've never had it. Like I've never okay. had it in my house as like a staple. I feel but, like yeah. my mom. Used no, it to is. Make it, it is very good, and uh, I think Don ended up making a play on it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think there so. Yeah, 
And I don't know if it's like, I, I guess it might have been cream mushroom, but it definitely was cream of something soup and baked chicken with like bacon bits in it. Okay. Do you want to discuss your mom being part of the black community? Uh, well, I was trying to remember the black community. I was trying to make a connection. I was like, maybe it has like southern roots and maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe. But I don't know. It's good though. Here's the. Here's the cream-based product I had growing up. Cream of wheat. Now, that was a cream staple. Cream of wheat is very good. Cream of wheat is very that good. Was I a... eat that almost every day. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was literally my mom would make cream of wheat and leave a note on it, and she'd go to work, and I'd wake up, and I'd be like, ooh, I got breakfast. <laughs> I got breakfast. <laughs> I'd eat my cream of wheat and dump a ton of sugar into it, mm-hmm. and then walk to the bus, and I'm hyperactive at 7 Wait, so what? What does this note say? You mentioned this note. You different note every day. What does this note say? Oh, so the note. No, the note's the same every day. And this is and now. I'm bringing you guys into you know how loving my mom is. My mom every day when I was a kid, ever she'd make me either <clears throat> breakfast or if she had to make dinner and leave and go to her work, she'd leave a note on the food that said that was just an eyeball, and then a heart, and then a you. That's very I love nice. You. Wow. But she didn't write it out. She wow. just put an eyeball, a heart, and then a U. Does she ever text that to you now, now that we have cell phones? No, she doesn't. Um, what if you texted her that right now? What would she do? I don't know. You want me to do that right now? Do you think I you'd think cry so. if, if would she responded? She would probably cry if you text her that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so I'll do it right now. <laughs> and then message. you got to say, this is for all the cream of wheats. Yeah, I'm going to do that right now. An eyeball... <laughs> She responded, what the? What are you talking? What are you doing? Yeah, I don't remember this. I okay, thought you were just we'll gonna say just an eyeball, and it was gonna and be then like I... something like "I'm watching you" or something like that. <laughs> I'm watching you. Yeah. <laughs> Please be good. And I put that's for all the breakfasts you made. That's very sweet. <laughs> but you said it confrontational to us. Is that how you're texting it? No, I, <laughs> is that I, the tone? I, is it in all caps? Yeah. <laughs> It is in all caps. Okay, let me let me back that up. Okay, okay. Know your audience. Know your audience. Be softer. Be softer. Okay. All right. We'll see what she says. I sent it to her. That's real. That's a real thing. I'd come downstairs and I'd see the note and I take it off and take the saran wrap off the top of the cream of wheat, gobble it down, and go catch the bus. That's really sweet. And Fridays were a great day because I get like pancakes or French toast. Always some some fancy thing on Fridays. Oh, damn. And then when I got older, my mom said, "Don't be relying on women to cook for you. You're gonna learn how to cook. <laughs> Get your ass in the kitchen." So, and I know how to cook. So where were we? Uh, oh yeah, no one used the soups. Uh, everyone just made uh, used the soups to make. Uh, <laughs> everyone just used the soups as like some side thing to uh, sit on their dish or like a sauce. Uh, that's great. Uh, so let's let's hear um, when the judges are uh, tasting the food. Let's hear what Padma uh, says about Shoda's food and Shoda, what Shoda does. A prima mushroom chawanmushi with uh, crab salad right on top. Did you mean for the chawanmushi to be this loose? Yeah, I like it pretty loose. Not really. <laughs> okay. And so, and, All right. Yeah, and I don't want to get. I don't want to turn this podcast blue, but. I don't like when my chawamusi is loose either. I like that you preface that with, I don't want to. But the subtext was, I have to do this. 
<laughs> I, we have to talk about the Chalamusi. <laughs> I. That's not. The I want to. I, I want a tight Chalamusi. That's oh god. No. <laughs> Do we got to write down what, time thirty nine. Here's what I took from that clip. <laughs> Shota laughs a lot. <laughs> And so does Sarah. There's there's a yes. lot of yeah. laughers this season who um, during yeah. their interviews, it yes. seems like they 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 explain something and then end with just like laughing. And I don't know if they just only use those clips or that's just how they talk. But I feel like they can at this point, they can just cut that laugh part out. Like we just need the information they give us. You think it undercut the tension of those fighting words that Padma threw down? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Because I like yeah, to imagine yeah. that the question she asked him was like like those those are fighting words in the chef world, you know? Yeah. <laughs> mean for your channel Mushi to be so loose. Um let's see here. I can't challenge her. She's the host. Uh, stand by my dish, stand by my dish. Yeah, yeah. I I, I meant for my channel Mushi to be that that loose. I like it that way. I like it runny. <laughs> I like it runny and gross. So here, so here, there's the, this is fun. We're having a good time. This is very funny that this happened, but this does have a sad. This has a sad outcome. So to, I, was, I was talking to Tom. Tom called me. And he's like, "Do you like the episode?" I was like, "Yeah, of course. I love the episode. I love this show." He's like, "Well, here's what happened. So Padma had a watch party for uh-uh. this episode. She invited all of her friends over. Tom was there. Gail was there." All the past contestants were there. It was huge blowout. It was it was a huge wow. party. Watching this episode, she was like, "Y'all gotta watch this episode." She was like, "It was great." I call out Shoda for having this loose chawamushi, and everyone's like, "Oh great, I can't wait for it." So they're all watching it, and it's coming up. She's like, "Oh here it is, here here here," and they watch it, and she's not seen the confessionals yet. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she thinks that she's got one over Shoda and it turns out that she 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 learned in front of all of her friends that Shoda lied to her and embarrassed yeah. her on national embarrassed TV. Her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she she was like, what? And Tom was like, Padma, it's okay. And she said, everyone get out. Yeah. <laughs> everyone out of the party. Party's over. Including her family. Her family, yeah, she was a party party's over. She says, you don't have to go home. You gotta get the hell out of here. Go home because it's late. Yeah, and everything's yeah. closed. And some of those people live there. And she's like, "You guys gotta get out of here." Yeah, be alone. Yeah. So it was yeah. sad. Shota thinks he's being a little trickster, and it turns out that he actually hurt someone's feelings in front mm-hmm. of all of her friends. Yeah, Shota is trying to be a little Loki right now, and be a little trickster god, and and pulling pranks on Padma. But we all know that she she got him in the uh, in the room. She won. Yeah. Like he got his on the back end, but in the room she won. Yeah, she does knew. that mean Padma likes me is Thor in this this illustration? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, in the she's TC Thor. universe, gotcha. she's Thor. Yeah. <laughs> yes, TCU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Which one's Batman? <laughs> oh boy, that's a that's great gotta one. be that's Tom. A great question. <laughs> Tom, right? Yeah, it's that's Tom. gotta be Tom. It's, Tom. it's gotta be Tom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's got to be Tom. Well, I thought Tom was the Joker. I thought we said he was the Riddler, too, at one point. <laughs> he does we got to nail these makeup. characters down. We have to nail these characters yeah. down. Yeah. We have to figure out who's who. We'll figure um, out. But Chris wins. Chris Viad, who's on my team, he wins. Uh, he makes grilled cheese. 
officially, he makes grilled cheese panzanella with tomato soup vinaigrette and pickled shallots. And everyone's like, wow, that tastes so good. That sounds good. It tasted good. He won. Um, it's a big deal for me. It's a point. That's three points for me and my team. The thing is, and this is the only the second that I can remember that someone on Top Chef makes grilled cheese, and both times it wins. In season two, Betty makes um, Bada Bing Betty's grilled cheese and tomato soup, and it wins, and it gets on TGI Fridays. And on this, Chris Viad makes people make people like grilled cheese. And now I'm doing Seinfeld. <laughs> Like grilled cheese. What's the deal with grilled cheese? <laughs> grilled cheese. You've got the tomato soup. Put cheese between bread. Boom. Yeah. Dinner. So Brian really doesn't like dinner. it when they do any kind of fancy food. He wants it to be food yeah. that he's familiar with and comfortable with. Yeah. And if people do anything too yes. hoity-toity, he gets very upset about it. And the portions are too small. Yes. He doesn't like that. They have to be a reasonable size for a meal. I d- I don't mind when the portions are too small. I mind when people say the portions are too big. That's when I get upset. <laughs> That's when true. When you point out, they're like, well, this is too much food. And That's it's like, true. Who is this for? <laughs> <laughs> Brian's very defensive about that. Gabe served three oysters to everyone. Give me 100 oysters. <laughs> Give me at least a dozen. <laughs> Brian Sorry, refuses to <laughs> Brian refuses to go to any restaurant that just does small plates. Yeah. He's like, I want large Sushi. plates. <laughs> Sushi. <laughs> Who's this for? Have I told you guys how I what I have when I go to sushi? Oh, no. No. A Please bowl tell of us rice that. and a whole raw fish. <laughs> <laughs> I jump behind the counter. <laughs> they give you that fish that they salt and cook underneath the salt, and they bring it out <laughs> and they break the salt and say, "Here you go. It's all for you." Just seaweed fresh from the ocean. Just drag in a bushel of seaweed. I, me and a sea, me and a seaweed place is much like a, a whale getting. Uh, 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 um, Do you want to think this one out? Fish, krill. nope, I got it. Fish through krill, krill yeah. through its baleen teeth. As yeah, I walk okay. in the place, and I just uh-huh. go, and I just take everything, and I get all this stuff in there, and I grab my hand, and I eat. You also okay. walk in with your mouth open and just kind of yeah. clear all the space. Yeah. You go up and down and up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the best way to eat. And, you, yeah. and and that's on that new Disney whale documentary too. I'm in it. Sometimes Brian gets up from his seat and just will like do a body slam into someone else's table. And people don't know why I do it. People are always wondering why I do it. And, and I have to be like, he's just knocking off barnacles. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, you know, I just do it sometimes. Oh, me and my friends, we have this secret language that no one else talks. It's great. <laughs> All right, so that's the, uh, <laughs> the quick fire challenge. Do you have any questions, Asan, uh, when it comes to the quick fire anymore? <laughs> um, has anyone ever won a challenge by making a salad? Because uh, one of the contestants made a salad, and I literally just wrote in all caps, salad, on my, uh, on my notes. <laughs> because that just seems like a terrible idea. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure they have them when they do like a salad. <laughs> a yeah. salad quick fire. And they're like, make a like, quick fire yeah. salad. It just seemed like, I don't know, salad just has no place in, you know, if everyone else is making entrees, yeah. someone made, you know, come on, come on. If you're making a salad, you got to cook. This is Top Chef. Yeah. The, yes, that's that's a big thing. Is if it, it, it 
I think it was Kiki and oh man, Kiki is, she had, had, a, had a had a rough. <laughs> she had a rough, had a rough episode. episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she did. Yeah, she did some sort of like uh, thing, and they were like, "Oh, it's like a warm salad," which sounds really gross. Yeah, I think usually <laughs> when you do salad, people are like, "You just did a salad. You don't ever." It, it can maybe be the side, maybe you do something else with like a salad, but like. It, a, a lot of times in like restaurant wars, which is the big episode that where two teams compete to open up restaurants, if one person gets stuck doing the salad, it's kind of like you just did a salad, and the, it's it's never good. Yeah, it's yeah. never good. It's like, what'd you do for four hours? Well, I chopped potato, uh, tomatoes, and lettuce. I had to make sure it looked good on the plate. Um, I had to wait I, um, until you came over. Yeah, I had to wait because I can't just. <laughs> yeah, I can't just on, serve. I can't just put the. Yeah, I don't want to make a soggy salad, so I had to wait. <laughs> to watch you over it like a hawk. I batted some flies away that tried to get land on on the salad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that took up about ten minutes. Um, I was busy back then. All right, so elimination challenge: <laughs> the chefs. Have to venture out to <clears throat> Mount View Orchards at the Hood River Fruit Loop, uh, which was an interesting thing to learn about. And what they had to do was uh, l- incorporate locally grown fruit into a dish. And I want to say on the drive out there, Kiki is like checking out the landscape. She's like, oh, I understand why people want to live in Oregon now, which shots fired Oregon. She couldn't mm. fathom it otherwise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before it never crossed. Like, why do someone want to live here? Why here? They go into this thinking, oh, we're going to the Fruit Loop, which is, hey, you know what? It's not a cereal. Yeah, it's it's not. not if that's where you're thinking where they grow Fruit Loops, you're wrong. That's not no, where they, it's at. They grow those in a jungle. That's why there's a yes. toucan. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Box. <laughs> so yeah, so they're like, we have to use a fruit, and then they get there, and then hold up. There's more to this. Tom Colicchio is not there, but he does send his minions with his his word. (laughs) And he lets them know, go tell them that they're cooking in vegetation. They shall not use vegetation in their dishes. They can only use a protein and the fruit. And they tell them, you can't use vegetables with this dish. It must only have a protein and fruit. What would you guys do if uh, they told you that? I didn't think it was that crazy. That, like, hard to do. I mean... (laughs) No garlic, no onion. That's like that's in everything. I as soon as they said that, I thought to myself, I cook with no vegetables almost every night. <laughs> uh, but then I started to think about it, and, and I guess I do. You know, you cook with more vegetables than you think you do. Um, yeah, you know, because if you take away garlic and onion, that that's a big deal. But like yeah. my mind went to broccoli. I'm like, eh, you know, no meal I've ever had would be ruined if there was no broccoli. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and now take that broccoli. Yeah. Good luck coming That's back from that broccoli. one. <laughs> yeah, but no, that uh, onion and garlic's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they took it in stride. Uh, they were uh, like Maria, whom we love. We love Maria. Uh, was upset because they took away all of her chilies. Which, yeah, that makes sense. She can't. She she cooks with heat. She cooks Spanish flavors. Can't do it. Gabriel said he loves the nature, and then was like mad that there were bees. Yeah, there is a lot of destruction of bees. Which in yeah. this environment, when we're supposed to be saving the bees, yeah, yeah, I found that upsetting. really upsetting. Yes, it was made me angry because they should actually be trying to save them instead mm-hmm. of destroying yeah. them. Yeah, so you should be trying to incorporate them into the meal, if anything. Yeah. Like, let them do whatever they want to do. 
Don't mm-hmm. try and bat them away and say, get out of here. Because they're in they're in bee territory. The bees didn't go out exactly. looking for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they exactly. went out to the, where the bees are. Yeah. yeah. They're exactly. the they're, they're the outsider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't go surfing and then get attacked by a shark and say, kill these sharks. Kill these <laughs> sharks. I'm trying to surf right now. Why are there sharks in my surfing spot? Makes no sense to me as a surfer. I think that's smart. Yeah, I think you should just let sharks eat you if you go in the ocean. You're in their zone. Yeah. That's just what happens. Just let it bite you. After it bites you, it goes and dies. Just just take the bite. <laughs> yeah. It can only bite you once. Yeah. <laughs> and once the shark finds out you're not a seal and you taste gross, it's going to let you go. Yeah. So what's whatever, the issue, yeah, people? Yeah. Whatever it's left oh of you God. is just going to be able to try Sharks and are more afraid them. of you than you are afraid of them. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Sharks are like the dogs of the ocean. They mm-hmm. test things with their mouth. What is what you don't get mad at a dog for like testing how you taste. Yeah. You're like, oh, this guy's playful. This he's funny. What a shark just because it weighs like two tons, it's a problem now. And again, you are in a shark's home. It is just protecting its queen, which we know is Ursula. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And also, it's the queen. <laughs> also, also, maybe don't mimic the behavior of its number one prime food and look like a seal while you're yeah. out there. And so now we're going to get letters from Kelly Slater about this episode. No, I love bees. <laughs> and as much as I try to be cool around bees, when it flies out your face, you got to go, huh! it's just what happens. <laughs> yes, it does. It's just naturally what happens. I get it. I love a bee. I don't want to kill a bee. But if it gets in my face, I go, huh! and I swing my hand. Mm-hmm. These will swarm in my hand. All right, feet freaks. They start running around using their feet. Um, <laughs> Maria sweating in places that shouldn't be allowed. And does anyone know where that might be? Where is sweating not allowed? <sighs> let me. Do think. you have the the rule book handy? Yeah, Ooh. let me. Oh, uh, we should look it up. Well, we know it's definitely allowed on look your it head up. because people often we see people sweating into the yeah. food on Top Chef like all the yes. time. So that's, so that's definitely. Yeah, it's definitely allowed in your armpits. We see that on TV all the time. Yes, yes we see that yeah. on TV. Um, I don't know where sweat wouldn't be allowed. I mean, as far as my body is concerned, like even if I tried to disallow it from going someplace, it's going to go there anyway. It does not listen to me. <laughs> I'm like, hey, can you not make my ass so wet when I get up to the seat is wet? And it goes, and it goes, and it says, shut up. I'm still doing that. I'm going to do that. I've tried to just I have told I have told sweat to not go so many places on my body, and you know what? It does it anyway, and I can't stop it. Maria, if you can figure out a way to stop sweat going where you don't want it to, please tell me. <laughs> write a review in our podcast. Yeah, write a review and let us know. <laughs> uh, let's talk about a, another no-no that happened. Avishar wants to make risotto. Now, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um. Asan, if you don't know this, everyone who makes risotto on this show fails and fails miserably. We it's, it's, on Pod Chef call it a risotto. That's how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. And this is the new. This is a new, new name. This is season everything. one. This is season one stuff here. Go back, listen okay. to season one. Risotto okay. is season one stuff. We're making t-shirts. Yeah, maybe skip over season one. We didn't really do. <laughs> have that you great. have yes. you all ever yes. tried to make a risotto? Yeah, I have. I have not. I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> no. You guys should do that as like a, um, I'll do it on the on the pod. See who makes the best risotto. That's, That's a, a great good idea. Challenge. And now, do we owe you if that takes off? Do we mm. owe you some some 
shackles. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll take my finder's fee. <laughs> okay, for that. There you go. <laughs> that seems. Fair. And you get, and you get paid in music, right? Because you're a DJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I get paid. Yeah, I get paid in people's original music. So you all have to go and record a song, okay. and then send it to me as payment. Great. Okay, okay, we can do that. <clears throat> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let's listen to Avshar talk about the risotto and also Tom kind of giving him a hint not to do that. What do you got going on? Um, I was going to cold smoke some cheddar. I know apple goes well with the cheddar. I mean, I wanted to do kind of like a, I call it a Ohio Ocho. Ohio Ocho is a word that I just made up because I'm from Ohio. I'm going to try and make almost like a risotto sort of thing because I don't want to do risotto. I know if I do risotto, you're going to judge me very harshly. So. Oh, you can do it. Just do it right. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, did you hear Tom there? If you're going to do it, do it right. Abishar's a fan of the show. He knows that you don't make risotto, but he's still doing it. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. It's, Look, that's anytime a mistake. Anytime a judge comes over and says that, you got to not do it. You got to not do it. I also, I think that he has a nervous tick when he doesn't know what to say. He just talks about Ohio or tries to tie his food into Ohio. Because every single episode, he like will not stop talking about it and coming up with names for things with Ohio in it. I don't think he I think it's just like a tick that he has or something. I wonder if he has an opinions on a LeBron James. <laughs> oh, I would love to know his opinions oh, on LeBron man. James. Did you guys see this came this just came out. My wife sent this to me on Instagram. It's like some bar owner in Ohio said that he will no longer show basketball games or Lakers games uh until lebron is like taken out of the league because he's like this right you know right wing idiot Mm. guy and lebron (laughs) quote tweeted it and said oh man i was planning on going there later for a drink too completely roasted this guy (laughs) (laughs) how dumb do you think he feels he's like oh man that would have been great business for me yeah, yeah, LeBron was going to come there. Everyone would have showed up. Yeah, everyone what an idiot. Would have <laughs> what an idiot. Everyone would have been there. And, you know, Anthony Davis would have come. You know that he drinks a lot of beers, right? <laughs> Metal World Peace well, yeah. shows up. Lakers, he's drinking. <laughs> Metal World Peace. Apparently, <laughs> isn't his name now. I heard it. His name said somewhere, and it's not that anymore, but did, it's still. Did you stop watching piece. basketball like seven years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I I did I, I did I started watching again, but I still like those references. Okay. going to show up. Brian keeps asking when Charles is going to put the jersey back on, <laughs> and why he keeps catching him only at the the post game report. I'm mostly yeah. wondering where's Carrie Kittles. <laughs> There's all this like you know Brooklyn Nets are doing great right now. They got Durant, they got Irving, they got Harden. I'm like, where's Kittles? <laughs> He's be good. Where is he? <laughs> yeah, character must be injured. They need him. Right. Also, before we get to what I team is Amari so Stoudemire on now? <laughs> <laughs> this episode's already very long, but I just want to make sure that we're not we're not squandering an opportunity here, Reeves and I, to talk wrestling with Asan. We could do it mm. later. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll put a pin in that because we do know that Asan, you watch AEW, right? E- casually, okay. casually. Okay, okay. that's yeah. The, I watch that one. I watch Impact and also sometimes NXT. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I'll probably watch enough so that we can talk about stuff okay. for sure. All right. Okay. Fans, get ooh, get ready, fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get ready, fans. I'm the right zero, there with you, fans. The We're zero all people ready. that want to hear about wrestling on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
so let's cut to them giving them their food. Um, the judges are, you know, they lick uh, one of the plates clean, Gabe's dish. They lick it clean, which is you know, maybe the best feedback you can get. Um, they hate Avishar's dish because it's just risotto with like three little pieces of apple in it. And the rice is somehow <laughs> al dente and mushy at the same time. The judges are complimenting Chris, and that's super important because – Again, he's on my team. He's already won the quickfire, so he's doing good. Um, they like Gabriel's oysters, which I thought looked pretty interesting. He had a take on oysters with the fruit, uh, three different oysters. It's cheating. Um, it's cheating. <laughs> Doing oysters on Top Chef is cheating. Oysters and scallops <laughs> is cheating. It's cheating. <laughs> they were like, oh, you put good fruit on this, and it's oyster. <laughs> How did you feel about it when he kind of dogged on New York City as well? You yeah, said you can't... he said there's... There's no trees or anything like that. <laughs> well, I'm moving to New Jersey, so I get it. But um, <laughs> I, I do, I do want to say that when he when he was talking about New York City, it showed a clip of him outside of Kraft, which is Tom's restaurant. Did you guys know Pescuzzi worked for Tom? I think yep. he mentioned it once, twice, or three hundred times in the first three episodes. <laughs> This is very for fun time. for a song because not only does he not know Top Chef, he doesn't know our podcast. And we do inside jokes about <laughs> Top Chef. He's just like, cool, this is great. <laughs> I'm just taking it in out of context jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Pascuzzi, Gabriel mentions every show that he used to work for Tom. It's great. Um, I think it's what's keeping okay, him gotcha. in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, my my other teammate. I'm they allowed that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Tom says that he won't. He might even judge him more hard. He says. Yeah. So we Tom know said I might be. Sure, I might be a worse sure. guy than I was at the, the restaurant. <laughs> um, He's also at this point the only white guy left on the show. So he like kind of ha- he kind of like, he either has a. Uh, <laughs> Go he ahead. either has a target on his back or he's gonna go all the way. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Okay. <laughs> not wrong (laughs) (laughs) all right Uh, so let's get to kiki let's get to kiki let's let's get to what we want to talk about kiki let's play this clip and then let's talk about kiki kiki's fried chicken was unfortunately a little undercooked mine's not undercooked it's raw this is one of those things where you have a small tabletop fryer and then you wonder why it's not cooked it's just risky was everyone's chicken raw everyone everyone across the board whole table wow wow I have a question about this particular uh, segment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are we to believe that the the reason why her chicken wasn't cooked to temperature, are we to believe that that had anything to do with the windiness outside? Because it seemed like they were trying to make it about that. And I'm not an air fryer expert. Or excuse me, not an air fryer, but like a tabletop fryer expert. Yeah. But I don't think that the external temperature of where you're cooking has anything to do with how well the fryer works. Right? I could be wrong. Well, they really are in the breezy. fruit loop. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the fruit loop, and the wind Granted, is trapped right? yeah. in that loop, and it's just going around and around and around. Mm-hmm. So it might bring in a cold front with it that then <laughs> cools down bubbling oil. Yeah. Well, they had that the point clip. Where you're, yeah. They had that clip where she pulled some chicken out, and it just had like frost coming off of it because it yeah. basically just turned it into a big ice box because it was so cold out there. 
Um, but to answer your question, from what I know, no, air shouldn't actually be able to cool down bubbling hot oil that's in a fryer and okay. affect your cooking. I, I thought maybe I was confused. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah okay. They did edit it like, oh, she's dealing with the force, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. elements. She's dealing with the elements. Will she get yeah, it right? I'm like, I don't know if this has anything to do with that. Yeah. Tom told the gamer uh, get a shot of that grill that's not being used behind her. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a real dick move, yeah. too. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's not fair. Like, yeah. he went up to her and was like, huh, you're going to fry those chicken wings, huh? With a grill sitting right there? Like, what difference does that make? She's making the meal that she wants to make. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, not that's, how I I, don't know, done I just it. thought that was unfair. Yeah. <laughs> As if grilling the wings is any more normal than frying wings. They're yeah. about the same as normal. If not, frying is more normal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I uh, look. The judges act surprised. Everyone's act surprised that this is what Kiki served them was raw wings. I also appreciate Carrie Baird there saying like, "Anyone else chicken undercooked?" And everyone's like, "No, it's raw. It's all raw." <laughs> um, when when Kiki first says like I'm gonna do chicken wings, she says I'm gonna fuck up these chicken wings, which <laughs> colloquial colloquial slang slang teaches us <laughs> that she could be saying I'm gonna fuck up as in I'm gonna do a good job, but mm-hmm. fuck up also could mean I'm gonna do bad, and I think mm-hmm. she meant do bad because she did real bad. She did yeah. real bad. I think I, she or, said I'm. Yeah. Was she talking about how she's gonna fuck up these judges' stomachs? With salmonella, because I'm not going <laughs> to cook any of these. I think she did think it on purpose. She, yeah. she was trying to poison everyone. She was like, this is the only way to get through this challenge. <laughs> if they can't make it to the judges' yeah. table. <laughs> this, the easiest way to get a redo is everyone can't judge. Mm-hmm. And everyone's sick and vomiting. I know that she is a, is, a, is a professional chef, so she shouldn't have this fear. But I'm terrified to cook wings. I've never once been confident enough to cook wings because I feel like it never cooks through. I feel like it's always going to be because it's, it's a lot of meat. And you cook them very fast. And I'm always afraid that they're, they're going to be raw. Like, I've never is done it, it. When you're cooking wings, do you often have the air conditioning in your house on? <laughs> and I have the windows open, too. Or yeah. a fan so, going. See, that is your problem right there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you've got too much airflow. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll try it next time, and I'll have the. Heat you're gonna want to shut those windows, <laughs> yeah. turn the heat on. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna want to be either shirtless or yeah. something. But if you're not sweating, then the wings aren't sweating. Do you think it'll help if I'm hot too? Should I also be wearing? Should, would it make the wings hotter if I'm hot? Right after you get out of the sauna, that's when you should be. You know yeah. the best wings yeah. I've ever. Yeah. <laughs> the the best wings I. I've ever had were during a hot yoga class. It was, <laughs> when I tell you the best wings I've ever had, it's just mwah. Just kiss. Uh, so, yeah, she served raw chicken. We, um, the judge's table was almost a formality this week, right? Yeah. Like, when, when I was like, are they going to send home like Avishar for making bad risotto when she served everybody raw chicken? There's no way. I was just gonna say, I feel like Avishar was like, you know, I messed up and made risotto, but pff, I didn't make no raw chicken. So <laughs> I should be safe. <laughs> so Gosh, when they the when boy. they announced when they made the little comment about, all right, let's see what happens at the, the judge's table or whatever. Is it judge's table or chef's table? Judge's table. It's judge's table. 
judges table. Okay, so when they said that and then they all got up, I hit the floor because I thought that it was a joke. Because we are already seeing every judge that exists for the show sitting yeah. at a table. Yeah. And it already felt like a lot of people. And so when they were like, all right, now that we've eaten, let's go over to the judge's table. I'm like, there better not be an even larger table with more people sitting at it. That's what I thought was going to happen. And I was, I was like, this show is about to become incredible. Um, but it was actually less judges, which was kind of a letdown. But... Yeah, I was fully prepared to see like a you know a a school lunchroom style table with just a hundred people sitting at it. <laughs> hundred people. That would, there. Be, that would be a lot of fun, actually. If they did that. <laughs> even more judges. Yeah. <laughs> That's Massive what I thought. And it, and it got bigger every episode. Just more people kept being <laughs> added. Every just adding judges every episode. They didn't say anything. They were just there. Just for effect. Uh, so Gabe wins the elimination because he put uh, three plums on a plate. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's basically what he did. Um, they liked them. Tom Tom at judges' table seems pretty annoyed at Kiki for cooking raw chicken because uh, at one point she's <laughs> like, "I didn't do it intentionally," and Tom goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, you didn't do it intentionally." Yeah. No, he yeah he he says like yeah no one does it intentionally it's like. That, yeah. like <laughs> He's like, I told you about the grill. I don't know. Yeah, you didn't do it intentionally, but I told you about the grill. He said it as if she kept bringing it up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you guys keep bringing it up over and over. Yeah. I wanted yeah. you to tell me how the food tastes apart from the raw chicken. You guys yeah. keep bringing up the raw chicken. Was you guys are like stuck so on this raw chicken. Why are you guys stuck on this raw chicken? Like, can we talk about everything else that was on the plate? I think someone even says. If the chicken had been cooked, the meal might have been palatable. Like, which doesn't even speak well of the sauce that she did. Yeah, that's like, true. If 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 the, if eating this wouldn't have killed me, I might it might have tasted decent. And also, we know, like, we know if the chicken was cooked, it'd be a better meal. Yeah. We know that. Yeah, that's the main. You don't thing. have to say that. <laughs> that's baseline. You don't have to tell us that. That's baseline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, also, there was no point when Kiki was like, "I'm going home, I'm going home." Why yeah. did she not think it was going to be her? <laughs> yeah. she, like... Well, she kept saying, "She was saying, yeah, but Abishar made risotto." <laughs> <laughs> and Abishar's like, "Yeah, but my risotto was kind of cooked." And yeah. Tom's like, "There was raw <laughs> rice in the risotto, Abishar." Kiki goes home. Let's listen to her goodbye. <sighs> Kiki. Please pack your knives and go. Undercooked chicken, you can't get past it. I hear it. We'll see you in Last Chance Kitchen. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I have never in my life served raw chicken to anyone, and I just ended up serving it to 10 Top Chef judges. I am proud of myself for giving every single challenge my all. I needed to shoot from the hip. I didn't allow myself to do that in this competition. I tried to be more in control of it, and I just couldn't. So, you know, we'll see what happens <laughs> next time. <laughs> so, Kiki's going home. She goes to Lance, Last Chance Kitchen. Uh, called Raw Redemption, and Tom makes her make raw food. <laughs> yeah. So shady. It was so shady. <laughs> is, that was the challenge. Which is 
<laughs> he loves that show because that's his time to shine. He's like, all right, what is a callback to the actual episode? Uh, Kiki, since you like making raw food so much, here's the competition just for you. Mean, mean, yeah. bullying. That's He's bullying bully. top. Yeah. But she does win because she makes a scallop ceviche with peppered relish and tamarind, and he loves it. So she's still in it. She's in Last Chance Kitchen, but she's still in it. But that does mean Sasha is eliminated, and Sasha was on Reeves' team, which means all three of us now in our fantasy league for Top Chef have someone who's completely out of the competition. Mm-hmm. Real quick, let's go through the new totals. I am in the lead now with 33.5 points. Reeves is uh, in second, uh, 31.5 points. And Brian is still in third and last place with 21.5 points. Not good. Uh, Not Brian's good. team is what we would call garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for – I'm going to make some movement for the trade deadline. Um, Reeves, is it, are you still <laughs> down to, to swap Kiki for Maria? We still do that. Am I down to swap someone that just was eliminated with someone that's still in the competition I mean, and doing well? Game. She's still in the game. She's 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 still in the game. She's, she's that's she's true. She could get back in. I'm gonna take that off the table. Um, okay. I think you really should have closed on that last week. Um, so Asan, thank you for coming mm-hmm. on the podcast. You have anything Absolutely. you want to plug? Thanks for having me. Um, no, just the the podcast that I'm on. Uh, yeah, check out Carl calls his cousin on the flagrant ones patreon i have another podcast called the weekly regular that i host solo so you can check that out as well that's all i got okay and before we go what is the wrestling thing you guys wanted to talk about oh yeah did you want to say anything about wrestling oh uh did you watch dynamite this week oh, <laughs> 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 I, I... 